0: Into the gracious, babe, hello, hello. It's Thursday the 6th of October.
1: This is Afternoon Sport. I'm Luca Muller. I'm joined by my co-host Shane Lee. How are you, mate? <laughs> Luca, I am good, mate. It's, uh, it's Thursday, mate. This week's fine by with a with long weekend. Yeah, it absolutely
0: has, hasn't it? Massive show today with news from uh, the worlds of cricket, golf, soccer, Formula One, NBA, and then a bit closer to home with some AFL and NRL uh, trade news
1: happening. And uh, what's news with you, Shannon? Anything to share with the people? Well, mate, I had a really good chat. I had lunch with Lee last week. It came out this week with uh, a mate of mine, the former keyboard player, Garth Porter from Sherbet. Oh, um, yeah. Remember they, remember they wrote the song, How's That? Yeah, yeah. Um, and a really another interesting guest, Catherine Alcorn, who um, she's a cabaret singer. Um, she's written her own musical called The the, the Divine Miss Bet, um, all about Bette Midler. So uh, I had those two on the show. It was a really good chat. Both very creative people. And, um, yeah, it was good fun, mate, having a, having a nice lunch with those two and, uh, talking about the music world, mate, which I love. Oh, that sounds unreal. That sounds so good. And you've got a live show coming up, is that right? Yeah, the 28th of October. uh, So go to lunchwithlee.com. There's a few tickets left uh, where we've got some music acts there as well with Kieran Gribben, uh, the former lead singer of InXS, and uh, some cricket mates, Lenny Pascoe, Gavin Robertson, and Richard Cheek, it'll be a a funny, funny afternoon. That sounds
0: unreal, mate. I'd be there if I could. If uh, anyone's in Sydney, I'd highly recommend that. Uh, That sounds
1: pretty good. Should we get into some cricket news, Shane? Let's do it, mate. In life, the most important thing is trust. Without it, everything is a lot harder in a quickly changing and turbulent time. Barclay Pierce Capital is a safe pair of hands, an organisation built on people. They understand you've worked hard to build your nest egg, and their asset management business is tailored to suit your needs. Their services help grow your wealth in order to provide long-term safety and security for you and your family. BPC, just a phone call away. G'day, it's Richard We're here. I look forward to having lunch with you on Friday the 28th in Sydney at Shano's Lunch With Lee event. Head to lunchwithlee.com for all details and see you there.
0: Beautiful. You would have seen this. WA teenager Teague Wiley has become uh, the youngest player ever to make a century in the Sheffield Shield, beating out Ricky Ponting's record and uh, making 104 against New South Wales at
1: just 18 years old. Yeah, it's only his third first class match. He's got 104. The most impressive part of that 100 was it was out of 258 on what they reckon was a pretty dicey wicket there at the Wacker. Um, But, yeah, 18 years of age and 163 days old. Uh, He's up there with some of the greats, including Doug Walters, probably younger than him than that, but uh, a great effort from the young Western Australian batsman. They've got big, big tips on him for the future. It's good, isn't it? And up against some good bowling as well. Face Nathan Lyon, Ben Mm.
0: Darwishis, so it's a pretty quality attack. And he's in next in the game, which resumes uh, today, so something to keep an eye on if he can go back-to-back with some good innings there. Um, And uh, to the world of golf, where three new sports have been announced for the 2026 Commonwealth Games here in regional Victoria, including golf alongside coastal rowing, shooting and BMX racing. Uh, that's pretty exciting. A bit of golf in the Commonwealth Games?
1: Well, I've never gone to the Commonwealth Games as a competitor, mate, But uh, and I probably won't be going for uh, golf because my golf game is not that good. What about BMX racing? Could get P- in there? Probably not. Maybe shooting, mate. Maybe shooting. Shooting is included now. So. Now, they've also included coastal rowing, uh, which is interesting, which I don't think I'll make either, but uh, as we know, 2026 Com Games are in... Uh, regional Victoria and uh, some, some sports there being added funnily enough too um, with golf uh, being added I think golf was originally got back into the Olympics in 2016 after a 100 year hiatus that's right that's right yes um, yeah would so be a good effort for that as well but um, yeah some new sports involved shooting BMX and uh, coastal rowing Yeah totally And a bit of
0: light and shade In the in uh, golf news at the moment Alongside that news Comes uh, mm-hmm. uh, the golf worlds Specifically Greg Norman And the Live Golf Tours uh, Copped a bit of a spray
1: From Aussie Olympic swimming legend Kieran Perkins Well I don't really know what he said here Kieran Perkins <laughs> He's all over the shop I reckon um, He's come out He's now head of uh, The Australian Sports Commission um, And he basically had a go at Greg Norman And said he needs to stop and listen Although then he said in the article, well, you know, he, he sort of supports his concept around golf shouldn't be owned by the Americans and, um, and they should be able to do that. But he said they have a very poor human rights record. Well, we know that. But what are you trying to say, Kieran? He's supporting it or not? I don't know. Yeah, it, it was a bit of a weird statement, isn't mm. it? Throw some support behind it, but also take
0: away from it. I think in general, the big thing he's driving at is that, yeah, you know, maybe the people who own the Live Tour yep. are not the best people. And he seemed to say that uh, it's important to include diversity and inclusion in the future of golf yep. and the future of sport in general. So that's a good message. But like you say, it was a bit of mixed messages yep. from, old, uh, from old Perkins there just uh, <laughs> It's soccer here at home, A-League. Melbourne Victory have locked down one of the biggest investment deals in Australian sport history with the announcement of their new sponsor, Bonza, uh, who's a subsidiary of 777 Partners, massive investment firm out of the US there. Uh, Huge, 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 huge. 777 has fingers in a lot of pies in the football world. They sort of sponsor some teams all throughout Europe, Spain and Italy in the Mm. biggest
1: leagues. Um, So, yeah, pretty massive deal for Melbourne Victory. Huge deal, and they're saying that that franchise is now worth more than $50 million, um, big, big number, you're right, but uh, this uh, 777 partners have gone around. As you said, they're in, uh, I think, Sevilla in Spain, yep. uh, Team Italy in Belgium. Uh, they have the Red Star in France and uh, Vasco da Gama in Brazil. So they've got some really, really big assets on their books and obviously uh, part of their portfolio is now an Australian team and uh, lucky Melbourne Victory, have got the cash. Yeah, it's big, it's
0: big. It could only be a good thing to have sort of more eyes and more cash flowing mm. into the A-League there, I reckon. Um, so it'll be exciting to see uh, what they do with the money, really. Um, and uh, in domestic football, uh, Matilda's star, Kaya Simon, has been struck down with an ACL injury in the lead-up to the Women's World Cup, uh, which is taking place, obviously, here in Australia and New Zealand, beginning in July next year. That's tough, tough timing. She might be able to get it all
1: up and running again by the World Cup, but, uh, yeah, she's understandably pretty devastated and long road ahead for Kaya there. Yeah, well, she was she was playing um, for Tottenham and and they they had a good two one win over Reading, um, but she's torn her AC. So she's thirty one years of age, so she's still young enough to come back. But you know, it depends on how bad that AC tear is, and um, we know that the ligament can, can mean well, it can be career ending. So hopefully she can come back, but she's going to really be pushed for time. Yeah, it's going to be tough.
0: Um, On the positive side of things, though, uh, Ellie Carpenter, uh, Australian defender, right back uh, who tore her ACL a few months ago as well, seems to be up and running again. Uh, She's posted some promising training videos. So a bit of positive news for Matilda's uh, squad there. Um, To the men's game, where Germany's team are facing some defensive issues in the lead-up to the World Cup. Um, They've sort of struggled to find a rhythm over the last couple of years, really. Didn't perform well at the last World Cup, didn't perform well at the Euros. Um, Now they're struggling under their new coach Hansi Flick, who took over in September 20, 2021. Um, so what do you reckon? A few, uh, few red flags there? All
1: right. <laughs> Where do we start with Germany jokes? Um, no, look, I mean, Hansi may get the Flick. Uh, but, but that's how basically Germany have always um, built their football teams around a solid defence. If you go back to 2014, they only conceded four four goals in the whole tournament. Yeah. Um, and they've now lost uh, well, their, their goalkeeper and, and three of their backs. Um, so they have some real holes um, in their defence. And it's not like the Germans to be attacking, but they can keep the likes of Brazil and Argentina and these teams out, stop them from scoring and try and eke out a 1-0 sort of victory. That's the way they play. But without that foundation um, at the back of their um, lineup, it's really, really tough for them to well, for me to see them doing any good in this next World Cup. Yeah,
0: absolutely. They're going to have to retool their whole game, like you say, and sort of yep. try to focus more offensively there. Um, obviously, they will get back uh, one of their good defenders, Antonio Rudiger, who should be fit mm. in time to play uh, in the World Cup, which starts at the end of November. But, um, yeah, always a good team. A lot of big pool of talent there in Germany. But, yeah, they'll have some tactical changes to make, which will be uh, mm. interesting to keep an eye on, to say the least. Um, football's biggest prize, the Ballon d'Or, will be handed out on October 18, so only a couple of weeks away. Uh, and it looks like Real Madrid and France striker Karim Benzema is pretty much a lock to yep. take that out there. Um, yep. There's not really anyone coming too close to him, so he's had an amazing year. It'd be
1: good to see him uh, get his flowers there. Yeah, definitely, mate. And uh, look, I think he's, he's been uh, the number one performer in the world for, for probably a year and a half or more now, and um, yeah, I can't see anyone getting close to him at all.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, led Madrid to La Liga title yep. and Champions League trophy last year. 44 goals and 15 assists in 46 appearances. A couple of Champions League's hat-tricks. Um, yeah, obviously, the likes of Mbappe will be sort of close to him. Maybe even uh, Sadio Mane had a great season last season. But uh, he's pretty far and above and definitely deserves uh, the big prize there. So, well done, Karim Benzema. Um, let's have a bit of a break and we'll be right back with some AFL, NRL and uh, heaps more. Afternoon, Sporting.
1: John O'Brien is a legend of Australia's beer industry. In 2003, he dreamed of producing a great tasting beer that could be enjoyed by everyone, free from the ill effects of mass-produced wheat and barley. John began a brewing journey blending unique aromas and flavours offered by ancient grains such as sorghum and millet. He perfected recipes over time which have led to 40 local and international awards, including three gold medals at the Australian International Beer Awards, a gold medal at the Indies and a silver medal at the Beer World Cup. Proudly 100% Aussie-owned, made in Ballarat, O'Brien Beer is Australia's most awarded gluten-free beer and widely available around Australia through major retailers and online at rebellionbrewing.com.au. O'Brien Beer, the beer that loves your back. The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one-stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters. Build fast sports multis and play same game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian-owned. The only betting app you need this spring is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly.
0: Let's talk about some AFL. There's
1: uh, there's some Brisbane trade news going down, Shane. What do you got? Yeah, Brisbane. Well, the big key for them uh, with this whole draft is to try and move, move a few picks around to get Josh Dunkley there, which would be, a, I think, a, a major signing for them. He would fit really well in, into their lineup. Apart from that, mate, Horn Francis looks like he probably will go to Port Adelaide with, they reckon, Junior uh, Rioli. And then North Melbourne will probably end up with number one and two picks. So that's sort of what's happening, uh, initial draft. And Any other thoughts from your end, mate? Yeah, that's a big one, isn't
0: it? The three-way mega trade that looks to be taking yeah. shape between Port Adelaide, North Melbourne and uh, West Coast, like you say. So, yeah, Jason Horn, francis last year's number one draft pick. He was quite vocally unhappy with uh, yep. with North Melbourne a lot through this year. There was rumours about him moving on all throughout the year. He's um, yeah officially registered his interest to move along. And so, yeah, it looks like there'll be a big shuffle of stuff, which will end up with uh, Port Adelaide getting Junior Rioli, who's a West Coast uh, mm-hmm. forward, and then Jason Horn francis who's this uh, North Melbourne sort of centre player. And then West Coast will pick up uh, some more some more picks for next year, 2024, um, which looks to be a great draft class apparently and has a lot of sort of WA-based talent. So that's why mm. they're sort of happy to kick their kick their picks down the road a little bit to get some local boys into the mix. And then, yeah, North Melbourne will end up with pick one and pick two, which is pretty good compensation really for uh, a former number one draft pick who's not happy to be playing at yep. the club anymore. Yep. Sort of very much fits into their uh, their ethos, which is all about the rebuild at the moment. So it would be massive if that trade comes off, but it seems like... A lot of positive signs. Uh,
1: it's all it's all happening, really. North Melbourne need pick one and two, and they need their coach to be ready too for round one. So yeah, exactly. A lot happening there at North Melbourne. Come on, I want to see North Melbourne back back and uh, being competitive because uh, they have a lot of supporters, as we know. Um, and they just need a little bit of luck, I reckon, to get back on back on the on on the road to success. Yeah, it would be good, wouldn't it? They're sort of
0: um, one of the great storied clubs in the yeah. AFL, yep. and uh, I think the AFL's a better place when they're not not kicking around the bottom of the ladder like they have been for quite a while. There, uh, what about the world of NRL? The Troll Mitchell not too happy with the NRL um, scouts after
1: they failed to attend the Currie Knockout competition. He makes some interesting statements, Luttrell does, and uh, I think he is um, undoubtedly, when he's at his best, he's the best NRL player in the competition, bar none, and, mm-hmm. I, and I reckon it's almost daylight between him and, and the next best player. He's a, he's a big game player, and we saw that this year again. He, when he turns on, he can carry a whole football team. He did that with South. Um, when he doesn't play to his best and um, the team tends to lose, but he made a really good point. He's playing the Curie knockout uh, this week. It was down the South Coast. Uh, other players over there, including Addo Card, Tyron Sloan and and Ben Barber, but he said yep. not one NRL scout came along to watch. You now, 100 um, Indigenous kids running around playing football. We all know how talented the Indigenous um, kids are, both AFL and rugby league, but not one NRL scout there and uh, Latrell Mitchell called him out and fair enough too, there should be someone there watching that.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, I think he's uh, very much got a leg to stand mm. on there. It's been a big big breeding ground for NRL talent in the past before. Um, what about some trade news from the NRL? So it looks like the Dragons have locked down uh, their in-demand captain, Ben Hunt, who is being chased by the Bulldogs and the Titans. Uh, he's signed a deal, which will keep him at the club until the end of 2024. What do you think of that?
1: Thank Christ for that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Dragons man, and uh, um, without Ben Hunt, the Dragons would have been in a world of hurt. Maybe we would have been down the bottom of the table with North Melbourne. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, look, they've signed him for a two-year extension. Um, he, he's a fantastic player. He's right there in the Dallium, Um, but he leads that team around, and he's the type of guy you can build a team around. He's a, he's a super footballer, um, so thank God. Looks like Dolphins have signed Speedster from the Cowboys, uh, Hamiso Tabui Fidal, on a two-year deal. So the Dolphins are starting to pick off a few key players. They've still yet to sign their major um, signing, whether they get – Someone from um, from Melbourne or in the halves, but we'll wait and see. But uh, yeah, so they've got a, a young speedster there. They still need a key marquee signing, but the, the Dolphins.
0: Good to see. Good to see the Dolphins getting mm. it, getting off square one, you know. Uh, to the world of Formula One, where Australian Daniel Ricciardo mm. is a wanted man with Mercedes shaping up to be his latest suitor. Uh, contract deal reportedly in its final stages, just about ready to go. He's obviously had a pretty rough run the last year or so mm. at McLaren. Uh, and so this is nice. giving him a bit of a lifeline in the sport and hopefully move on to
1: bigger and better things with Mercedes. Yeah, it looks like he will probably end up signing with Mercedes. He's the only one... Really- really showing interest, but he'll go there as a reserve driver. Um, Mm -hmm. He had his best performance in a while last weekend at Singapore. I think he finished fifth. Um, So he still has the ability to be up there, but uh, he didn't want to sign as a reserve driver. It'll mean that he'll probably just end up doing a lot of PR for the Mercedes team, and he's pretty good at that. He speaks very well on camera, and uh, with the Netflix documentary, um, he's he's gained quite a big profile um, away from the game. Uh, but I think that's the only place if he doesn't sign with that he won't find himself driving at all um, in Formula 1 at least he's sticking
0: around he's got something going Uh, let's head stateside to the world of NBA where uh, some NBA scouts have gotten their first proper look at what seems to be a future superstar French 18 year old Victor Wembanyama. excuse my pronunciation (laughs) that's very good that is (laughs) absolutely (laughs) Wemba
1: brings a real excitement with it doesn't it Wembanyama comes flying out of the mouth (laughs) well he's got a long name and he's a long boy. He's 223 <laughs> centimetres tall. That's 7 foot 4. <laughs> 7 foot 4. He's, he's from France. He's 18 year old. And he has, in, in the draft pick, he is going to have every NBA team trying to get his signature because there's one thing in, in, in you can't teach height. <laughs> and, and and he's got it in spades. Seven foot four, wow. It's, he's a big boy. As I said, long name and a, and a, and a tall man. Yeah, it's unreal, isn't it? And apparently carries
0: with it all the athleticism and everything else yeah. you want. Um, he impressed in, yeah, just an exhibition game there in Las Vegas. He scored 37 points, five blocks, seven three-pointers. It was his first ever time playing on US soil, um, so pretty impressive stuff. Stuff. and like you say shaping up to be number one draft pick in what will be next year's draft class uh, some journalists have said that teams will deliberately go 82 and 0 that people are going to be throwing games people are going to be tanking just to just mm. to acquire his services um, so yeah pretty exciting stuff there in the NBA um, let's hear from you Shane you got a war story from back in the day one from the trenches
1: yeah just got me thinking with the Kieran Perkins story earlier um, I had a very very funny line so Carl Rackerman the Australian and Queensland fast bowler very very laconic man a good bloke a bit of a farmer uh the old cricketer magazine every batsman around that time in the 80s and 90s would say he was the worst and the hardest guy to face um but he had an economy of words when he spoke and queensland were doing a pre-season and carl mocker rackerman was uh, a little bit older at that stage and they started to do things like swimming and him being a fast bowler and like all of a sudden he's got his um his speedo's on, he's down at the pool <laughs> doing pre-season and he didn't want to do it. And they said, come on, Mocker, you got to got to get in the pool and do some swimming. And he said, you don't see Kieran Perkins having a net before a big meet. <laughs> 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 yeah, he made a good point. He didn't see Kieran Perkins uh, doing do some batting and bowling before he swam, but uh, yeah, he was an uh, awesome, awesome guy and, uh, and a really, really nice guy. To, I played with him in the Prime Minister's 11, but yeah. a very, very funny man. <laughs> That's unreal. So what? He sat out and just had a paddle pop by yeah, the side. Yeah, or? Yeah.
0: yeah, I don't need to swim a ball fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to kill a python for me, I'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that'll do us for Afternoon Sport today. Uh, thanks, Shane. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Make sure you hit follow and subscribe wherever you listen. Uh, big thank
1: you to our sponsors, of course. Yeah, fantastic sponsors, Barclay Pierce Capital. They're only a phone call away in a bet. Check out the new app. It's, uh, it's fantastic. Beautiful. And thank you, of course, to our wonderful producer,
0: Dan McHugh. We'll be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Thanks for
1: listening to Afternoon Sport. If you enjoyed the show, why not check out one of our other podcasts like Strive Stronger with Andrew May. Listen in as Andrew May explores the latest in human performance with an all-star cast of subject matter experts. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or head to afternoonsport.com.